Okay, part two. So we're still in the studio. I've still got Ted. Uh, he's he's still here. We're, we're, we like just that. finished our talk about Ironman and 70.3 World Championships in over in South Africa. And then he starts talking about Kona. And uh, we're like, okay, stop there. Take two. Ted talk two. Ted Talk. Ted Talk. Yeah, Ted man. Talk. You're famous, man. Yeah. Everyone watches everyone, Ted Talk. Everyone watches Ted Talk. So this is just not the real Ted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I am a Ted. So I am real. That's it. That's it. That's it. The Ted. Well, let's get into it. What are you... Kona. Kona is ultimately the goal for... That is like Formula One in motor racing. Yeah, like, so it's, it's the pinnacle. It's the birthplace of Ironman. That's where... 40 years ago. Yeah, 40 years ago. That's where a group of soldiers. They were all uh, army soldiers and they, they got together. It was only... I think it was only a half dozen of them that decided to do this crazy big challenge. Yep. Um, yeah, and that's that's where it all started. They seriously it's... must have been smoking some hard shit to come <laughs> up with, hey, let's just go for a swim for 3.8 kilometres. Let's do a 180k bike ride. Yeah, and you know and what? then let's, let's finish off with, let's just do a marathon. There's, um, like... there's a story that goes around about one of the guys that competed in those early days, and he competed in a pair of, uh, of denim shorts because he needed cash to carry coins with him so that he could buy drinks at the shops on the route and the chafing that the poor guy had would have been brutal. You imagine that. Um, it would wow. be something else. So, so Kona is the birthplace. So um, that's... So Kona's in Hawaii. Hawaii. And that's where... And it's iconic for a whole bundle of reasons. Yep. One, it's the birthplace. It was the first Ironman. It's grown from their um, WTC, World Triathlon Corporation. They've done a great job of, of spreading this event globally. Yep. Um, the, the, one of the very early events was Foster Tom Curry yep. in, here in Australia. So we were one of the first countries to go, we really like that. We're going to create yep. our own event. From there, they developed it into a world championship. Now, the only way to get to race there now is qualify. qualify. So you have to finish in the, the top. Essentially, you have to finish yep. in the, the top yep. of your age group. Um, and then they have so many allocations. So that year. means I've got no chance. That's Not yet. It's all about building. So qualifying for Kona is not like I've been doing I've done seven Ironmans and it's it's all about that process I'm of, catching you of, mate you, you'll catch me a lot quicker than it's taken me to get here I'm not a natural athlete by any stretch oh, yeah um, well, me too it's it's taken me a long time to get here but you, but your drive is different than mine so um, it's all about knowing how to build and, and you'll get there it's, it's about identifying that goal and having that drive to get to that goal yeah, um, yeah look when I when I set my goals and my mind to something then I'll pretty much do what I've got to do to to get there. I think a lot of people don't see the training behind the scenes. Yep. And that's, you know, I think people just think you rock up and, and you just do this. Like, you know, it's, you know, like this morning up at 5am back on the bike, you know, yesterday it was a 3.3 kilometer swim, just doing drills. Do you know how yep. boring that was yesterday that you gave me? And I'm just, Oh my God. But you know, you've got to just think of the end goal. You know, it's all, it's all the one percenters. It's all the pre-work that you do to then execute on race day. So yeah. that, that 8 to 10 to 12 hours every week, um, for sometimes it's 15 to 20 hours each week of training, yeah. um, is it an accumulative build-up over that, that 6 to 12 months. So Kona is something that, that to me, if you qualify in your first Ironman, wow, fantastic. That's huge. The vast majority of people that qualify are going to be multiple Ironman finishes, sure. and it's a process. There's a saying in Ironman that it takes seven years to build an Ironman-ready, Kona-ready body. Yep. Um, I'm coming up on five or six years in Ironman now um, and I'm getting close. So I've got five and a half years to go then. <laughs> <laughs> and no matter how hard you try to fast track it, I, I, honestly. I'm going to, I, I, yeah, I'm, yeah. But to get I know, to I know get, there's to get... people that they'll be on drugs and it, it, yeah. you, we can't be naive that there's, there's some people there that are definitely on that stuff. 
They've got to be. Look, you'd like to hope that our sport is clean. It's um, not. In every sport, uh, cycling, every sport likes to think they're clean. Uh, the reality is, you know what, we're probably right. And and then look, America has shown that there is, there was, I think, Asada actually just put out a recent a, a report last night. Yep. That there was 13 Australians that tested positive to a, a new substance that they've... Oh, wow in the last, since 2016. So in the last two years, there's 13 Australians that have tested positive it's to a, a substance that is banned. performance enhanced is banned. Yeah. So, um, no, I'm going to do it the genuine way. I'm going to do the hard, the hard work way. Yeah. So, so again, so to qualify to kind of, there's a whole, there's actually a couple of different ways you can get there. You can qualify, which is by speed. And that's, that's yep. a tough way to get there. And that's what, that's the way I'm going to try and get there. Um, there is what they call, which is my backup plan. It's is a veteran. Is a legacy spot. A legacy. The that's legacy the one. Spot. You're telling legacy me about that. Spot. So a legacy spot is 12? once you've done 12 Ironmans, yep. they believe you've dedicated a certain portion of your life to their sport and you can go into, you can you can nominate for a legacy spot. Yep. Um, you can only go to Kona once on a legacy spot. And once you've done that. You've used it up. That's it. So um, so my backup plan is I'll just keep chipping away. So and every got five more to go? Five to go. So I've got Bustleton in December. I'm doing the full over there in Bustleton. Four to go. Because Bustleton is... Cairns, three to go. Three to go. But Mate. Cairns is my... That's my goal. That's oh, my, so you want to qualify. I want to... I, I think Cairns' course is very conducive to me. Sure. It's a little bit more humid. The temperatures are great. Um, I you think like that's where... I do, and I love that yeah. course. So I think that's where I have my best chance of, of getting under 10 hours and, and getting close to that qualifying spot in my sure. age group. So and the 40 to 44 age group that I'm in is either the biggest or the second biggest age group. And it's between yours and mine, isn't it? Yeah, 35, 35 to 39, 39 and, that and then 40 to 40, 44. Yeah. Are the two biggest age groups in Ironman. The most competitive. And they are the most competitive because you get a lot of retired pros that come that, that aren't competing as pros, so they compete as age group. You get a lot of insanely quick guys that have all of a sudden got a bit of extra disposable income, yep. a bit more time on their hands because their kids are getting a bit older and they are they are athletes or they've been in our sport yep. for, for a period of time. So. Yep. These two age groups are the tough ones. Um, all you can do is roll the dice, keep putting in your best. Otherwise, legacy. You could be there legacy. by 2020. 2020, 2021 20, maybe, yeah. Yeah, you could yeah. do it, 2020. Two, one yeah. or two Ironmans every year. So Port, last year. Barso, last year, Well, last year I did New Zealand, oh, there you go. Cairns, You're done. and You're Bustleton. Done. I did three last year and I swore when I crossed the finish line in Bustleton. But I was it. never racing another Ironman again. And That's like someone going out on the piss on a Friday night. Yeah. Never, never drinking again. again. That's it. Woke up the next morning and went, all right, where's the next Ironman? Let's do yep. this again. So, I'd love to do uh, Taupo, New Zealand. Taupo, New Zealand is... I have no interest in Bustleton and no interest in Port Mac. Port Macquarie would be the last one I would recommend. Taupo is very similar to Cairns in that yep. it's gorgeous. What makes Taupo special is the people. Yep. The New Zealand, the Maori people come out... And they line the streets, they yep. celebrate, they party hard and they hit the turps. And by the time you get to that third lap of the run, there is so many drunk New Zealanders on that quiet yeah. spectating. Fantastic. It really helps. Yeah. So um, keep doing what you're doing, Taupo, because it works. Yeah. Um, and Busso, they generally cancel the swim because of sharks. So I'm, you know, that's, that's my unfinished my, business. That's, that's why my, I'm going back this year. Well, that's so. my favourite leg is the yeah. swim. So if oh. it starts on the bike, I'll be like, I got gypped. Yeah, it was tough last year. It was tough last yeah. year. Because so. of the shark sighting. Yeah. So, and we had two crocs in Cairns. Cairns, so, yeah. So two crocs. Yeah. But we still swam. So that's yeah. how tough we are in Queensland. So. <laughs> Stupidity. <laughs> Stupid. Kona, is it a goal of yours? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, man. Why not? Yeah. I think uh, I don't think you put in this time and hours, you know, whether it happens or not, I'll get there on legacy, no matter what. <laughs> same, same <laughs> so I'll way. just pay my way to get yeah. there. But yeah, probably, yeah, years to come still. 
it's I'm still learning. I'm still just building that that solid base. You know, I've still got family. I've still got work. That this is sort of like my release. But yeah, I've got to have a goal. Like my goal in motor racing was to win the Australian Championship. I did that. and I quit. So you're very goal driven, aren't you? Chris? Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So you, I think you've got it. You've got it. Depends what you're doing it for. You know, some people might be doing it to just to get fit. Yeah. You know, for I do it uh, for a release away from work, uh, which is cool. But I enjoy it. I'm like, okay, well, where can I take this? Yeah. You know, so that's why you don't generally see me at the Gatorade rounds and stuff like that. Because to be honest, it's it's not where I really want to be. I yeah. it's like I look at Ironman like Formula One. Like if I if I want to go and race, I like to do the V8 supercar rounds and the Formula One rounds. I don't want to do the club day out at Warwick, you yeah. know, where there's six people. It yeah. just doesn't really get me going. But you know, Ironman does. I've done two two halves and, and a full, you know, in the eighteen months. So there, that's where I want to be. Yeah. So and I think I've established I'm not a sprinter. I'm more of a long distance man. So yeah. I I need to play where my my strength is and not yeah. where my weakness. I'll still do the shorter ones for you know just experience and stuff, but. Yeah, long term. Yeah, definitely the long distance. I love it, and, and that's where it's at. I, I agree. I, I love the long stuff as well. Like yourself, I think we're very slow twitched muscle fibers. They yeah. uh, they burn well over that long haul. So I think your your progress through the sport will be huge over yeah, the coming let's hope years. So. You'll um you'll find massive improvements. Over we'll, the next we'll know in thirty eight weeks. Thirty eight weeks to Cairns. Thirty eight weeks. I'm counting down. So, so what's the uh, what's the goal in Cairns? Uh, sub eleven. Sub eleven, and I'll put that out there on video before. Yep. So I'll do it. Uh, you know, we'll we'll come back. We will cut this scene, and then I'll put it onto a new scene, and I'll go. There you go. I rock. I told you. Like, it's gonna happen. It would absolutely. It's got to happen. You know, I know. So my, I'll be waiting for you at the finish line then, because I'm hoping for sub ten. You'll still be. Yeah, you'll be. You'll be waiting. <laughs> we'll yeah. be at the rolling. Start. You'll have your we'll ice cream. To, we'll be able to start together because of the rolling start at Ironman. We'll be able to start yeah. so, shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, and you then can. fifty meters into the swim, you'll already be gone. See you, Ted. <laughs> But look, but then um, you might be able to hunt me down on that diamond back. Don't know. I've got to, I got to build these little chicken legs. But anyway, yeah, sub sub eleven. Sub eleven. Yeah, I'll, and I, I'm pretty sure most of that time is going to be in the run. You know, I ran a four hour twenty. Yep. You know, I know I've got to be sub four sub hour. Four. You know, straight up, which I think, to be honest, I reckon I could go and do that now. Yeah, I think your bike is also where you're going to make up a lot of time. Yeah, five fifty six bike. Um, I think straight away you can get down to uh, two twenty two thirty. Uh, five. Five, uh, five, yeah, five thirty, yeah, five thirty. Yeah. So, cut. well, look, I lost eight minutes taking pisses. Yeah, you know, I had you got to learn to pee on the. I did, I did it. Um, sunny coast. There you go. Of, See, of there's Christen. a skill for all I'm. <laughs> yeah, cut that out. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we pissed on the bike, but yeah, it's it, it saved me time, and then I got penalised anyway, so it didn't really matter. Well, but, you got to learn not to draft too. I wasn't drafting anyway. <laughs> Mate, poor little Chrissy, right at the back of the field, and they pinged me for drafting. I'm like, come on, it's pouring down rain, and you got a field of. 30 dudes passing you all just like this and you're like what do you do but sit on oh, well you try not to sit on and, and again oh. i'm a i'm a big believer of you can draft but you can draft legally without without sitting too close and if you're hovering at that does that annoy you distance, when someone's behind you i know so in world championships at port elizabeth that actually happened to me the last 15k i thought it was riding on my own yeah and I, i'd been punching along for 15k so probably 20 minutes half yep. an hour and i thought it was on my own and all of a sudden this dude rode up beside me and actually thanked me for dragging him back to transition at a really high average, yeah, wow. and I almost punched him <laughs> because I'm like, you, you, you could have come, you could have come to the front and given me yeah. a break, but no, you just sat behind me. Yeah, and and another guy rode up and said he literally sat right on your tail the whole. See, I did that day. in Cairns. There was three of us. 
yeah. and we just worked each other and we just basically like whoever was at the back yeah. just kept looking. Do you know what I mean? But the good thing with Kansas was big distance, it's quiet and you can hear them pretty much coming. So. Yeah, you can. And again, but I stand by that you can sit back that, that, that seven to 10 meters. Yeah. So it looks like you're sitting back a, a sufficiently far enough that it's draft legal and, and get a good gain. And then you work with that person, you go yeah. past them. And then they sit back the distance, and then you can and you slingshot him past each other yep. without drafting, but you're getting that thirty seconds in their draft zone, and then you go past them, and then they can sit behind you for a couple of minutes, and then they come yep. in thirty seconds. And so you. I'll ask you a question because it's a hot topic. Yeah, should drafting be allowed in all events or not? Do you, do you think it's oh, good how so it is now, or do you think just make being, it draft legal? Being the athlete that I am, I love the draft, the the non drafting. I'm a big fan of non-drafting simply because I'm a very individual athlete. I'm a time trialist. I'm a purist in that, that I'm all about racing myself. Sure. Um, and I get the best out of myself by focusing on me and me alone. If it becomes a drafting race, that element of my strength is taken away from me. Yeah, but it just changes so, the game and you can be a little bit absolutely. more... Absolutely, and I would learn to adapt to that yeah. if that became. So I guess that's also why I don't race sprint distance very often because... Sure. Um, when you get to that ITU, that World Championships in the sprints, that's a draft league race. Legal. So that's why. But no I, TT bike. No TT. You have to do it on a roadie. So um, the standard distance is still draft illegal. Yep. Um, so you're still not allowed yeah, to draft at the standard distance. But the sprint is a draft legal. And that's why is drafting allowed. I, so. I wish it was draft legal. So then yeah. there was no, you know, like when I got pinged, I'm like, seriously, I, I honestly, honest to God, I was not drafting yep. at that point. Yes, I was during the race, <laughs> but at that point, I didn't even. You know, I was just in the zone. I was just yeah. riding to to my to my power. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not really even focused on him. Yeah. You know, if I was drafted, I would have been like right on his right tire. And you're but, focusing on that rear wheel, and you're, you're making sure yeah, you're getting the so best benefit. From I think it. just eliminate it. Yeah. You know, so just allow it. So it doesn't matter where you're sitting on that course. Yeah. So. Um, Which again, I guess the reason it's probably not is such varying abilities within the field of people's riding capabilities. If you allow drafting and there's people that aren't confident, all of a sudden you end up with a lot of accidents. I guess yeah. there's arguments for it and against it because Absolutely. at the end of the day, if they're going to fall off, they're going to fall off regardless. Yeah. Where they fall they off could do a Ben Nothling. They could do a Ben Nothling. <laughs> no, Nothling. He's, he's all right this season. He's done well. He hasn't crashed we've, yet. We've gotten through one race. Yeah, we've done one. Two. Sorry, Coast. Ben, if you're Sorry, watching. Ben. <laughs> Sunny Coast and Rabina. So, again, on the weekend at Rabina, that's what that's what I worked with a, a guy. Yep. Um, and the draft busters rode up beside us and, and actually gave us a thumbs up saying good distance. Um, and we were literally just slingshotting past each yeah, other. Yeah, okay. Um, the, the draft busters did have a chat to us and said, well, one of you just stay at a nice steady pace and stop slingshotting past each other. But we weren't doing anything illegal. We were yep. actually sitting back the right distance and then we'd just ride past sure. each other. And What is it, 12? 12 so, depending on the course, so um, so sometimes it's seven meters. In yep. Ironman, it's actually 12. It might even actually even be 15. Yeah, I thought Man. it was 12. It might be so. 12. 12. So, and each distance, and depending on the numbers on the course, yep. is what determines it. Because sometimes you can't. Like Rabina on the weekend. Like it's, it's, when you've it's, got, it's a short when you've circuit. Got, yeah, when you've got 2,000 people. What is it? Seven, seven or 8K loop, yeah. and you've got 400 competitors on that. Absolutely. 7K. You can't. So, the seven meter rule comes into play on those okay. shorter races. So. so, we're setting two goals. Mine's just to do sub eleven yep. in Cairns, yep. which I'll do. I, I've no doubt you I've, will. I've got no. I got. It's now how fast can I go? And yours is to qualify. Well, sub so 10, we can we sub, can look so back sub, on sub, this. sub ten. Sub ten is definitely the goal, and and hopefully the qualifying. Comes so you've done four forty seven. 
So let's let's round that out. That's four fifty. So that's eight. So that's that's nine nine hours and forty. So it's possible. I need to operate at that same pace. Though, yeah, for running. Yeah, yeah, running. Yeah, running. My running needs to be a three thirty marathon. So one thirty seven. That's at three fourteen. Yeah. So, so you're close. We're getting there. We're getting there. And again, through the help of my my coach um, from Starfish, Ben Luskin, um, he's helping my running immensely, and and he's sure. helping build that up. Well, months ago, I couldn't have. He's done a machine, that. Ben. He runs like a he can like a swim, whip. but he, he yeah like he's whip. he's like a greyhound yeah you know like yeah. like yeah. running like sixteen minute five k's and it's it's impressive so he's transitioned my running from being an hour forty um, hour forty five hour fifty half marathoner to to sub one thirty now and, yeah and that will obviously feed into the Ironman really yeah, well definitely there it is cans hopefully next year mate we're uh, yeah, we're both standing we'll there celebrating some pretty big goals well what I think we'll do we. Want to go do some two? We go do some drills. I rock. Do you reckon you can keep up with us? <laughs> do you reckon you can keep up? We got roller skates. You <laughs> just need a segue. Segue. Segway. Stay, stay on. Stay. Well, guys, thanks for thanks for watching for you or watching here on YouTube. Thanks, uh, Ted, for coming in. Hopefully, that gives you some sort of insight into triathlon, into Ironman. Um, if you've got any questions, uh, just hit up, uh, just look up the Starfish. Uh, Starfish Fitness is our Facebook Starfish page. Starfish Fitness. Yep, Starfish Fitness is our page. We're just about to release another video today with Starfish Says, um, which is all about tips and hints and tricks on, yep. on traffic. Heaps so, of content. So yeah, just, just content connect with them on Facebook and yep. uh, you'll see, you know, I, I jump on and I look at the running ones. You know, it's, it's, yep. it, it shits me when I see a 15-year-old chick running so much faster than what I can and, and perfect body and, and, and we've position. Got a, and we've got a few of those at Starfish. Absolutely, so yeah. Like your junior so your junior academy is off the hook. So is, if you've got kids and stuff and you want to find a triathlon club or a fitness club, you know, for running, swimming, uh, even riding, yeah. uh, Starfish Fitness, head up uh, Ted or Ben as well. So Ben couldn't be here today. He, he no. probably would have screamed at us anyway. Because that's all he, he does. He just does. yells, he yells at us. He likes yelling. So, but he gets his message across. So it's, but it's, it's good. It's a great club. It's like a little family club. That's what I love about it. So Every race is like a family barbecue. Yep. That's what we say. Yeah. You know, we're all there and we all just support each other no matter what times we run and, yep. and, and where uh, we finish or how many times we crash. <laughs> well, I haven't crashed. <laughs> it's only been that crashes. Touch wood, neither have I. Yeah, no, it, honestly, Starfish Fitness, get on board. Follow the, the Facebook page, um, yep. Starfish Fitness on Instagram. Um, we're releasing lots of good content. Yeah, it's headed up. They're both coaches, and and to qualify for the worlds, you, you guys know your shit. So it's it's good. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's, let's go and do some running. Yeah, yeah, fun. Let's get you running so, right. Thanks, guys, for watching. For you on Spotify, SoundCloud, or iTunes. Thanks for tuning in to another episode. Chris Gilmore on demand. <laughs>